This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Madison, it's the Friday News Roundup. Here's what's happening around the hamlet this week. Workers at the former Cuno Mutual Group began Madison's largest labor strike in a decade. St. Vinny's now offers more than vintage clothes and old couches. You can get a loan. And the service industry mourns the death of Roger Bartz, one of the owners of the Hot Lunch Restaurant. I'm here with Bianca Martin. It's Friday, May 26th. I'm Molly Stentz, and here's what Madison's talking about. Bon matin! Good morning, folks. It's the Friday News Roundup. And it's just the cow gals today, rodeoing around... rodeoing around a full week of news. I tried to make that word work. Look how well it went. Sir Dylan Brogan is off this week, enjoying a much-deserved break. We haven't fully identified his whereabouts, but one strong assumption is he's training crows and ravens across the state. Power to you, D-Ron. Dill Pickles. But hey, the news doesn't sleep, so we got you covered. I'm here with Molly, head honcho and lead producer. Good morning, Molly. Yeehaw! And we have some big labor organizing that hit Madison streets this past week. We're talking big. Unionized workers at the formerly known as CUNA Mutual Group, now called True Stage, staged Madison's largest strike in over a decade. About 450 workers, or about a quarter of the Madison office, has been on strike since last Friday. Uh, And they're on strike over contract negotiations. They've been without a contract for around 15 months. Uh, Early this week, they authorized the strike to go through June. Have you seen this, Molly? Yeah, I have been following it because it. Um, I feel like with a lot of union organizing and strikes, you you immediately understand what the issues are and what they're facing. You know, like teacher strikes or uh, trade union strikes. But it's like, hmm, CUNA Mutual employees, what do they do exactly? I, you know, they're office and professional workers uh, working for a mutual insurance company. So it's not something that you maybe run across every day, but they're huge. It's, I mean, they're one of our largest employers based here in Madison, and there's a lot of people affected. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so I was a part of a, a union uh, in Chicago Public Media. So it's a media union. So a lot of us were were office workers. I didn't really leave also in the pandemic working from home, but certainly still labor, right? Well, you bring up an interesting point, right? So you're talking about remote work, and that's one of the things at issue here with this with this conflict, a lot of workers, and this is a trend we've seen post-pandemic, do not want to return to the office. And so one of the things, among many things, right, they are they're asking for wages to keep up with inflation. They're asking for continued access to a health care plan. But they're also asking for uh, more security around their remote work policy. 
meaning they don't want to get a memo. They don't want to get an email one day saying, everybody back to the office tomorrow because we said so. Yes. Because the pandemic has fundamentally shifted work for a lot of, you know, white collar work particularly. Absolutely. And like, I think a lot of employers are going through this and trying to determine, well, what are our needs? I have a close friend who was summoned back to work and the discussion was ongoing. Is it a partial? Is it a hybrid? Um, And ultimately, they said that they are going to be full time back at work, um, saying that people are more effective in meetings uh, face to face. I've also heard, you know, that remote work is a feminist issue. There are some benefits to having remote work. So it's this ongoing conversation. And the company says it's determined to reach a fair and competitive agreement. Um, that said, it's been an ongoing <laughs> discussion and they have extended the deadline um, for how long this strike is going to go on. Um, it could go through June, possibly at this point. I think they're hoping that it ended last week and that didn't happen. Uh, but the two sides have been delivering proposals to one another. That said, the union saying that the management illegally fired their chief steward and didn't bargain in good faith. And now there have been some new charges against the company since the strike has begun. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, definitely we have seen a lot more union activity lately, particularly in the hospitality sector and also, you know, high tech sector. We saw Activision, you know, games, um, high tech workers joining unions. It, it's really interesting because, you know, this nation had this great labor history and the state had this great labor history and then went through this uh, real low period, right, for 2011. Yeah. And unions still are a small fraction, you know, represent a small fraction of the population, but there seems to be growing interest. It does seem that way. Like, I remember it feels like not too long ago that you weren't hearing about union stuff at all and now it's like every day you're hearing you know just heard about madison sourdough and them wanting to join a union yeah how many times have i driven by that huge building on mineral point and just wondered what is going on in there i don't know if you ever have but i have just it's i knew it was huge i knew it's big but i've never really known all of the deeds. Yeah, well, you can drive by it now so. and see some workers picketing on, unless things change here really quickly. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and a strike is a hard thing to maintain, right? Being out of work. But, you know, for anyone who needs to borrow a little cash, I got some news for you. But before we get into that, Becca, I need a break. What are you doing this weekend? Well, Memorial Day is upon us, and I have an idea where I might start. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So speaking of needing some cash, I saw this interesting story in the Cap Times by Natalie Yar. There's a new microloan program in Madison. Have you heard about I this? I saw that story. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Interesting. Yeah. So we've heard about how terrible payday loans can be and how expensive it is to be poor. And they're basically unregulated in this state. 
meaning they can charge whatever interest rates they want, right? You know, a good interest rate at a bank, 8%, 10%, credit cards can be 20 30%. These guys can charge hundreds of percents. I know, right? it's like robbery. 500%. It's robbery. And it's people, you know, who are at their last, you know, options, basically. So they're like, well, I'll take anything because I need it. I need, I have needs. <laughs> I'm stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this program is operated by St. Vincent de Paul, St. Vinny's of the thrift store fame. They are more than a thrift store. There's a whole nonprofit social service agency behind it that uh, does housing. They provide uh, food pantry assistance to people that are in need. And they're starting this new program because they noticed that it's a problem. Sometimes people just need some quick cash to deal with, whether it's some emergency medical issue or whatever it is that they're facing. Sometimes they just need like 500 bucks. Yeah. And that's what this program is going to do. It's going to offer micro loans. So anything from like 500 bucks, 1000 bucks, 2000 bucks with the idea that it's really easy to get, like it's not this huge long approval process. You you get screened by the folks at St. Vinny's. They have this deal with uh, the Bank of Sun Prairie that's administering the program and they can get you that money in like a day, which is pretty amazing. It's definitely amazing. And like you said, the payday loans are something that folks will take out and it can impact them for so long. Like it can, it's just like further entrenching already a tough situation. And so it's really exciting to hear St. Vinny's um, kind of stepping into this space, trying to figure out a way that we can support people who are in economic instability in a way that doesn't totally dust them for years to come. Yeah. So it's starting up in June, and you can find out more. We'll, we'll throw a link in our show note. Um, it's administered by the Bank of Sun Prairie. And right now, they're just starting out. I think it's just 30 loans total, so kind of a small program, but they're starting it. It's the first step. Yeah. And, it's, and the interest rate, they said it's going to be basically the bank's lowest rate. So they thought maybe somewhere around 8%. Okay. Not, you know. 500%. Yeah, like not <laughs> big difference. 200%. I mean, honestly, this is really exciting. It's kind of reminding me of, you know, we've been wanting to talk about this guaranteed income program that Madison's been doing, but it's the idea of supporting financial security and economic mobility for low-income community members that Madison families deserve a right <laughs> to have a certain at the very base level, you know, standard of living, um, especially in the context of everything that's going on with inflation. You know, we've been talking about childcare costs and stagnant wages. Uh, folks need help more than ever. So, yeah, that's like an ER visit or, you know, an emergency vet bill or your car breaks down. I mean, any number of things can happen to you unexpectedly and really set you back, right? You know, if your kid's sick, if you can't go to work, right? Mm -hmm. Like these are things that are really gonna, gonna spiral, spiral you downward. So yeah, it seems like an interesting program. You do have to pay it back, right? Unlike the guaranteed income. (laughs) This one you do have to pay back, but it's at least you're not going to end up paying double what you took out. Like if you were to go to a payday loan. Good on you, St. Vinny's. Good on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where else are people coming together? Yeah. Well, something that's heavy on my heart and that's been on my mind, the service industry is coming together, hospitality, food, 
food, restaurants, that sort of thing, um, rallying around the loss of a beloved member of the community and the illness of another. The industry's mourning the loss of the bright personality who is Roger Bartz. Um, he's a co-owner of Hot Lunch. It was a new sandwich shop that started you know, late last year on East Johnson Street. Um, and he's a longtime uh, service industry veteran. And his business partner, Mike Serve, is hospitalized. So where was, can I admit that I don't even know where this place is? That's fine. It was a cute, it was was like a neighborhood, you know, a little food spot. I mean, I think you do know exactly where it is because it's across from the Caribou. (laughs) Yeah. So it's in the old, you know. Johnny Hunter's old, the old forequarter? Yeah, the old forequarter space. And it was really fun and decorated, you know, and it still exists. It's just temporarily closed because of, you know, obviously the circumstances around Roger Bart's. Uh, he died um, earlier this month of a staph infection, and um, his co-owner, Did- who we go by Serve, like he, Mike, he is was hospitalized apparently from a separate infection um, earlier this month. But he's been in the hospital for three weeks, and so the community is coming together um, to try and help him with his hospital bills. Did you know him? Yeah, I knew Roger. And he, you know, he was not only just like a neighborhood face, um, he was known like he used to work at Merchant. He was a lead server at Rare Steakhouse. He he worked at, you know, the Great Dane. Like there's any number of places that he was a leader and a bright spirit. And, you know, actually he had just waved at me across the street the week before he passed away. And it's just was such a shock. It was so unexpected. Um, and it was just, you know, it it does death doesn't make any sense um but he he gave so much to the community and so much to anyone like i saw one of the workers at hot lunch saying that he was everyone's best friend he was one of those type of people who just makes everyone feel welcome and so it's a really really big loss and it's just it's really a tragedy and meanwhile you know his his partner his business partner also got an infection and has been struggling for the past couple of weeks in the hospital. He's had multiple surgeries on his leg, um, went into sepsis, had kidney because he had kin- you know kidney failure. Ah. So, but we heard from him <laughs> this week, basically saying he's lucky, feels lucky to be alive, but he, he misses Roger. So was this like a freak thing? I mean. They didn't have health insurance, maybe? Yeah, exactly. It, um, Mike, it sounds like, doesn't have health insurance. And I'm not sure about Roger, but, you know, the fact they passed away, um, it seems like it was so unexpected. It, it happened so fast. Like, it, they couldn't save him, basically. The community's coming together, basically, now to try and get some funding for, you know, Mike, who's in the hospital, um, there's going to be a fundraiser at Merchant, which is downtown, um, on Monday, this coming Monday, and it's going to be just serving Roger's favorite drinks, um, and it's going to benefit Roger's family, uh, and also Mike serves medical bills, um, it's, kind of a celebration of life and also a fundraiser but I don't know my heart it just is really sad to lose any member of the community but it to have both of them get sick like this it's very it's very sad and um 
people are mourning. Yeah, it just feels like so often, whether it's a bartender or a restaurant worker or a musician in our community, they just live so close to the edge that anytime anything happens, you know, you get in a car accident or, you know, you cut yourself or something happens, some freak accident, it's like, you're just so close to the edge. Yeah, and I mean, and that happens in restaurants and bartenders, you know, constantly cuts, having cuts. And that's, you know, a, definitely an easy way to get an infection. So, God, I wonder why, I wonder why workers comp wouldn't cover it. But uh, here, here I am. I'm like problem solving brain. It doesn't yeah. even. Yeah, well, they were brand can't, new can't too. The company's brand new. Um, but definitely, definitely, definitely a sad situation um the community is mourning together and coming together for this event and um again we'll toss the link in there if you're interested if when you... is it again yeah it's this coming monday at merchant memorial day yeah i'm sorry to hear yeah about your yeah friend and i hope his partner pulls through yes i do as well we're going to bring up the energy a little bit about an event that some news, something coming back to our little hamlet, I've been calling it, that is Madison. Um, some good spirited fun. Let's let us let's talk about something fun, Molly, that's coming back. And now for something completely different. <laughs> right? We need like a Monty Python segue. Yes! I don't know. Do we have any coconuts, horse coconuts? Yes. I don't know. Something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, folks. The World Naked Bike Ride is back. It's coming back. (laughs) Like the Robins, like the warm weather, like all things that come back. That are in bloom. Big booties. (laughs) (laughs) Bare booties. (laughs) Pasty people on bikes. And some non-pasties. Yeah. But come on, mostly pasty. A lot of pasty. (laughs) (laughs) We've been in all winter. Yeah. Oh, man. So June 17th, it's, you know, rejoice, recoil, however you feel about the World Naked Bike Ride. Prepare as you will. It is coming uh, 11 o'clock, June 17th. And it is, if you haven't seen it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a bunch of people, butt naked on bikes, which... Sounds like it'd be uncomfortable, but people swear by it. <laughs> oh, I guess you could be uncomfortable in a lot of ways, but it's like a body positivity thing. Own it, love it, share it. And it's legal. <laughs> it's a legalized <laughs> nudity. Yeah, it is, right? As long as you don't, you aren't doing anything like lewd or lis- uh, lascivious. Lascivious. <laughs> lascivious. It's like mis- mischievous <laughs> and luscious, put in one word. <laughs> That's going to upset anyone who's prude. <laughs> yep. You are now forewarned. Don't say we didn't forewarned, tell you. Um, and cordially invited. <laughs> We're not throwing it. Um, but Madison has a good long tradition of, of people having fun in biking groups. And so I'm kind of excited to see whatever this brings about. Are there any rules to it? I think you're supposed to sign up in advance. I don't know if everybody does. Then they announce the location. I feel like it's usually always downtown or right around the Capitol Square. I don't know if there's any rules. I think they um, try to keep it upbeat and not weird. But I do think that is their whole jam is they want to be, they want to be au natural. They want to be feeling the wind. Dawning of the age of Aquarius. 
<laughs> well, you know, freaks, um, let your freak flag fly. And uh, with that, I think that we've rounded up the news this week, Molly. We've had a lot of labor organizing, a lot of community coming together, and some naked lunch. <laughs> Naked Hot Lunch, that's a totally Naked different lunch. restaurant. Yeah, that's a different restaurant. <laughs> that's where William S. Burroughs goes for lunch. Exactly. Exactly. Molly, you're the best. Thanks for rounding up the news with me. Yeehaw. Got it. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. Your host is Bianca Martin. We're produced by Dylan Brogan, Elizabeth Kama, and me, Molly Stentz. Music is by Carl Christensen. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell someone you love about this podcast? You can also get more news delivered right to your inbox from our friends at Madison Minutes. We're off for Memorial Day, so see you right back here Tuesday morning with more news from around the city. Bye! Happy weekend. Happy Memorial Day.